When the set ended, they were all soaking. Rufus smelled his odor and the odor of the men around him, and, well, that's it, said the bass man. The crowd was yelling for more, but they did their theme song, and the lights came on, and he had played the last set of his last gig. When he stepped down from the stand, there was this girl, very plainly dressed, standing looking at him. What's on your mind, baby? He asked her. Everybody was busy all around them, preparing to make it to the party. It was spring, and the air was charged. What's on your mind? She countered. But it was clear that she simply had not known what else to say. She had said enough. She was from the South, and something leaped in Rufus. She was considerably older than he, over 30 probably, and her body was too thin. Just the same, it abruptly became the most exciting body he had gazed on in a long time. Honey child, he said, and gave her his crooked grin. Ain't you a long ways from home? I sure am, she said, and I ain't never going back there. He laughed, and she laughed. Well, Miss Ann, he said, if we both got the same thing on our mind, let's make it to that party. And he took her arm, deliberately allowing the back of his hand to touch one of her breasts, and he said, your name's not really Ann, is it? No, she said, it's Leona. Leona? And he smiled again. His smile could be very effective. That's a pretty name. What's yours? Me? I'm Rufus Scott. He wondered what she was doing in this joint. In Harlem, she wore very little lipstick and no other makeup at all. Come on, he said. We'll pile into a cab. Are you sure it's all right if I come? He sucked his teeth. If it wasn't all right, I wouldn't ask you. If I say it's all right, it's all right. Well, she said with a short laugh. All right, then. They moved with the crowd, which, with many interruptions, much talking and laughing and much erotic confusion, poured into the streets. It was three o'clock in the morning, and gala people all around them were glittering and whistling and using up all the taxi cabs. Others, considerably less gala, they were on the western edge of 125th Street, stood in knots along the street, switched or swaggered or dawdled by with glances, sidelong or full face, which were more calculating than curious. The policeman strolled by, carefully. This made him uneasy, and his uneasiness made him angry. Leona spotted an empty cab and hailed it. The taxi driver, who was white, seemed to have no hesitation in stopping for them, nor, once having stopped, did he seem to have any regrets. You going to work tomorrow? He asked Leona. Now that they were alone together, he felt a little shy. No, she said. Tomorrow's Sunday. That's right. He felt very pleased and free. He had planned to visit his family, but he thought of what a ball it would be to spend the day in bed with Leona. He glanced over at her, noting that, though she was tiny, she seemed very well put together. He wondered what she was thinking. He offered her a cigarette, putting his hand on hers briefly, and she refused it. 
You don't smoke? Sometimes, when I drink. Is that often? She laughed. No, I don't like to drink alone. Well, he said, you ain't gonna be drinking alone for a while. She said nothing, but she seemed, in the darkness, to tense and blush. She looked out of the window on her side. I'm glad I ain't gotta worry none about getting you home early tonight.
that's thrown on everything. We don't understand. You know, like when you hear someone say, yo, this must be deep. Deep in your life. Let's go.